Thanks to Cabbage for supporting Market Foolery. Get the money you need to run your small business today. Go to cabbage.com to get started. Credit lines subject to review and change. Individual requests for capital or separate installment loans issued by Celtic Bank member FDIC. It's Tuesday, October 15th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Matt Greer, and I am joined in studio by Motley Fool analysts Emily Flippin and Ron Gross. How are we doing? How you doing, Mac? Doing good. Doing good. It's great to be here. Well, it's good to have you. And United Health doing well also. Some healthy earnings. You see what I did there? (laughs) There you go. Clever, clever, clever. So clever. It's a free show, people. We're also going to talk Walmart. They want to deliver right to your refrigerator. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Well, we're going to talk about that because maybe something could go right as well. But we're going to begin with the tale of two banks. JP Morgan Chase shares up big record revenues and better than expected earnings. So that's the good news. And we have Goldman Sachs eh, down on disappointing revenues. So Emily Flippin. What's going on here? Yeah, well, I think for the average consumer, maybe the two banks are kind of interchangeable. So it might be strange to have one doing really well for a quarter that the other one didn't do quite so well. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, banks are actually very different in their business mm-hmm. lines. So JP Morgan Chase actually had a great quarter. I think they had a record revenue, almost nine or over nine billion dollars for the quarter. That was significantly above expectations, um, an eight percent increase year over year, largely attributed to their consumer segment. And so Jamie Dimon coming out and saying, "Oh, well, it's actually a really healthy American consumer, you know, more home loans, more auto loans, more credit cards. These are all the things that are really driving revenue growth." Then you have Goldman Sachs actually missing estimates. So their profit of near 1.9 billion for the quarter was below expectations, and that's just because they don't have the same exposure to that consumer market. And they've been trying to build it up, but unfortunately with the macro environment we're in right now, you know they're so business focused. It's really hurt them this quarter. You say that with such disdain on your business focused. <laughs> Normally it's a good thing. <laughs> yes, but that is true. Goldman much more focused on investing, mm-hmm. trading, investment banking, and J.P. Morgan has a much stronger consumer business. Um, both banks probably worried about a lower interest rate environment, um, but you know, J.P. Morgan uh, seems to be able to weather weather that storm a little bit better. And Ron, let's talk a little more J.P. Morgan because the CEO Jamie Dimon he's become this wise sage. So when we talk J.P. Morgan, we're not just talking about the company's earnings; we're also talking about J- Jamie Dimon's opinion on the U.S. economy. As Emily mentioned, um, he says consumers are, are still spending, but the trade war with China is weighing on corporate sentiment. And he went on to say that it's too soon to say if that trade war and those tensions will lead to a recession. What do you make of that? He basically didn't say anything. (laughs) (laughs) He said it's too soon. But you you are correct about the kind of the sage that he has become. I think it's because of the white hair, personally. If Mm, he had dark mm. brown hair, I don't think he would sell it as well. That doesn't work for me. (laughs) I I get it from time to time. It helps. Um, But no, he, he, he speaks plain English, right? He's he's a highly talented banker, but he 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 can speak to to the folks and and, and give his thoughts on on the economy or the banking industry in general. He chimes in about politics, has even threatened to run, I believe, um, now and again. Uh, and he kind of has become the, this person who likes to opine on on the bigger picture. And and I, as I said, I think he makes good sense most of the time. And one bright spot for Goldman Sachs, the CEO says the Apple Card, so Apple's credit mm-hmm. card, is the most successful credit card launch ever. 
Are we surprised by that? Yeah. Do they mean their most successful credit card launch ever? I mean, that's that's an impressive metric, if true, because that would be a, a big move for Goldman. Talk about getting into the consumer market. You know, consumers love credit cards, and Apple with the wide reach that they have. I I guess I'm surprised to hear that. But when you think about how many people own Apple devices, maybe maybe I shouldn't be so surprised. And let's move on to health. A good day for the country's biggest health insurance provider, United Health Group up on stronger-than-expected third-quarter earnings. Now, Ron, they also boosted their four-year forecast. That all sounds pretty, pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Raised uh, 2019 earnings for the third time this year. That's that's not bad. But interestingly, tell me if you make sense of this, the stock is down year-to-date. Mm. So, they have consistently raised their guidance, but the stock is trading down about 5%. Now, over the last five years, it's crushed the market up 155%. So, you know, pull back and look at the longer kind of trend. Um, but that that's interesting to me. In this particular case, higher revenue at the pharmacy benefits unit, Optum, um, its core health insurance business really strong, 415,000 more customers over the past year in their insurance business. Um, so, things do look good. Overall revenue up about 7%, earnings up about 13%. One negative, uh, which may be weighing on the stock this past year, is that their medical care ratio, which is the percentage of premiums paid out for medical services, ticked higher at around 82.4%. You want that to go down. You want them to pay less if you're a shareholder, anyway. <laughs> you want that to go down. So, it's 82% versus 81%. So, you would like to see that reverse. Some other reasons, perhaps, why the stock has been a bit shaky is because, let's face it, healthcare is in the political mm-hmm. news every every moment, whether it's the bigger picture of healthcare or it's drug pricing, which impacts a company like um, United Healthcare because of their pharmacy benefits business. So a lot of kind of political things going on too that can affect the stock. Yeah, we just talked about Chase, right? And Jamie Dimon. And I think you also have the news of Jamie Dimon and Chase like hooking up with Bezos and Buffett to change American healthcare. And you know, the question of, you know, is United Healthcare obviously it's it's a behemoth in the space, but is it a legacy player? Are they doing enough to innovate in healthcare? especially admit such a tumultuous tumultuous? Tumultuous. 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 There you go. Tumultuous environment. That works. works. I think those both work. Thank you. And before we get to our final story, I want to say thanks to Cabbage. Now, managing inventory, covering payroll, and doing a hundred other things before lunch. Well, that's just an average day when you own a small business. Ron, I know you used to own your own small business. I did. It's not an easy thing to do. It's no picnic. Well, your time is so valuable, and getting the money you need shouldn't take up all of that time. That's why Cabbage created a simple, modern way for businesses to access up to $250,000 of credit. That's nice. Cabbage's application process is online and takes just minutes to complete and get a decision. Just minutes. Now, if your business qualifies, you can access the amount you need right away, and you can withdraw more when you need extra capital. Oh, yeah. Cabbage also has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and has provided over 200,000 small businesses with access to funding. And Ron, when you're running that business, Getting access to funding, getting access to capital can be a real grind. Oh my God, raising capital is difficult. And uh, anything that makes it easier, I'm all for. Oh, yeah. And having access to those funds, to that capital, can make or break a a small business. Get the money you need to run your small business today. Go to cabbage.com to get started. That's K A B B A G E.com. 
Credit lines subject to review and change. Individual requests for capital or separate installment loans issued by Celtic Bank, member FDIC. Our final story. And starting today, Walmart will deliver groceries straight to your fridge if you live in Kansas City, Pittsburgh, or Vero Beach, Florida. Yeah, Walmart is rolling out this pilot program. The introductory price, $19.95 a month. The shopper must buy a $49.95 smart door lock kit or smart garage door kit, and that comes with free installation and one month of free delivery for the groceries. And then the employees have to have at least one year of service with the company background checks, motor vehicle record checks, and extensive training. So, Ron Gross, how do you feel about the idea of Walmart delivering groceries right to your fridge? I feel concerned. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know where I like my stuff in my fridge. I have very specific needs. But you can rearrange it. Then it defeats the whole purpose. But (laughs) I can see the utility here, obviously. Elderly, disabled mm-hmm. folks who are just lazy, any anything like that. That makes perfect sense um, to have someone deliver as close to as close to. They, they put the food in your mouth too. Yeah, but no, but it <laughs> does make sense. You. But obviously, there are concerns. Having a stranger in your house who's only worked at Walmart a year. I, I don't know. It just it feels kind of a little bit creepy to me. Now, if your refrigerator is in your garage. That could be interesting. I would lock the door between my garage and my home, perhaps. But it does feel a little creepy to me. I don't know if there's insurance issues here. Are they bonded? Um, I th- I, I'm not sure. This cautious is, work. is what you cautious. sound. Oh, yeah, cautious. Okay. And in fairness to Walmart, they have to have at least a year of service. It doesn't mean they only worked at yes, Walmart no, for of years. Yes. Okay, Emily, what do you think? I just wonder, Ron. At what year of service do you start letting Walmart employees into your house? What is the appropriate amount of time? years of service. <laughs> I actually kind of like it. I think we we saw Amazon do something similar. I mean, I'm not sure if the market is that big. I'm not sure if it's a huge needle mover. But I think for the right customer, it's probably a valuable service. My bigger concern is you know the Walmart employee like judging what's in my fridge, right? Uh-huh. Like Friday's leftover pizza, the box of wine, all of these things that they're going to see <laughs> on a box. weekly basis. So you, it's like cleaning for the cleaning lady. <laughs> You would have to actually clean exactly, out your refrigerator exactly. before. Yeah, I like that. That's a good point. And what what between those two, would you be more concerned that that the Walmart employee would judge you for the leftover pizza or the box of wine? Because I, I have it my depends answer. on the employee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the box that just says Ow. white wine. And, it's and, no no grape associated, like just white. I like that. And 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 when you look at this, is this more of a response to Amazon or is it more of a response to Target and the rest of the competitive mm. landscape? Or who 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 is their primary? Threat. You're getting just closer to the consumer. It was it was two day delivery, then one day delivery, then same day delivery, then drones, then we come into your home. It's they're just trying to get as close to the consumer as possible. It's in response to all all those things. And this I'm not sure. This may just go a little too far. And if you could tell them exactly where to put things in your fridge, would that change your mind? <laughs> I would have to draw a map. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's conclude with a desert island question. You're on a desert island and for some reason, I don't know. It's just it's just a question. For some reason, you're going to invest in one of these stocks for the next 5 years. What are you going with? JP Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, United Health, or Walmart? So I've never been a big bank investor. I do it through ETFs, not individual banks, because they're a little too difficult for me from a balance sheet perspective, and I kind of don't know what I don't know. So I, t- I tend to stay away. United Healthcare, with what's going on in politics right now, I don't know how that's going to shake out. So I would probably stay away from that too. Walmart, I like what they've been doing. The U.S. business just got a new CEO. Um, we'll give him some time to work things out. But I like that business. I'm going Walmart. 
That was a really thoughtful answer. Thank you. You, you, you Thank put you. some I meat the on the extra mile. for each one. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I like the home delivery idea, so I'm also going with Walmart. The uh, less less informed answer to your question. <laughs> okay. Well, as always, people on the show may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and the Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Emily and Ron, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Mac. Thanks. That's it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Matt Greer. Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow.